Welcome to Moon Harbor Heroes. Today's issue is Cataclysm Crew, issue 91, Taking Wing. The cover of this issue shows a pin pinned to a lapel of a dark suit. On the pin is the logo for the Green Wing Project, a green feathered crest emblazoned with the words, The Green Wing Project, Taking Wing. The corner of this pin is conspicuously red, as if bloodied. We turn the page and our story begins. This issue opens on Clara's phone, lighting up with a text message. Clara, it's been a few days since the events at the library, but things have been relatively quiet. So where are you when you get this text message? I think, okay, I have two ideas. One is just, you know, the usual, just hanging out alone in her house. And the other is that she might be with Ben. I think that brings us to a good question there. Uh, at the library, you all did have that like dream moment where you like expressed your relationship concerns and like, you know, kissed. Have you all talked about this in those few days? I feel like Clara has been avoiding me. Is that um, is that on brand or what do you think? Possibly. Yeah, I think I feel like maybe we can have like a flashback panel at some point of the two of them being like, should we? That was that was a dream. Yeah. Bye. Fantastic. So maybe just alone. All right. So Clara, you are alone in your house and you get a text. Uh, the text is from Idris, who you remember meeting. They were in their family's cabin in the woods. Uh, and this text is just an address and then the word hurry. Okay. Uh, I'll message back. Should I bring back up? Uh, they just uh, send back the letter Y. But that's clearly yes. Okay. I will... Um... I'll I send a message to the group, even though I know that uh, Amber and Max are dealing with some other stuff right now. I send it to everybody uh, with a location pin saying something's going down with the green wing. Not really sure what it is. Might be dangerous. And following that text over, let's cut over to Lucy. Lucy, where are you when you get this text message? I think Lucy's basically sort of exclusively been in C4 since the, um, or like, what is the phrase that the cat was let, let out of the bag about her identity and the fact that the university isn't really safe for her anymore. So she's been mostly in C4 recently. Excellent. And what are you up to in C4? Probably doing a little bit of research about the whole solstice thing and a little bit going kind of stir crazy because she hasn't really felt good about going out a lot in case she's spotted by like Dr. Develine or someone who's associated with Dr. Develine. So as you're doing some research and being stir crazy, is anyone there with you or are you alone as well? I imagine that Calvin and Veronica come in and out sort of like as they are able to, but as she might be alone right now. This might be like they might be in class or something. Excellent. So you get this text from Clara informing you that there's something going on with Green Wing and an address. She, I think she, before she does anything, she probably does like a quick search to see exactly where this address is. Uh, like if she's already on the computer or whatever, just to see where exactly they're going. But she's absolutely going to go. She's like, she like stood up to like get up and get ready and then thought, wait, I should look up where, the, where we're actually going. Awesome. So this address is for the Star Community Center. Star is a very familiar name to everyone here because Hugo Star is one of the richest men in Moon Harbor. He owns the Star Building, uh, which is where Max and Brian's families both live. Um, he also owns like a quarter of Moon Harbor, um, like the buildings in Moon Harbor. He's a real estate mogul, but he's also an evil monopoly and probably a terrible capitalist. So, you know, he's the worst. But the Star Community Center was founded as a like place for kids and young adults. 
uh, to go and like get free Wi-Fi. There's hot food there pretty much all the time. Just like actually a really generally good place. Uh, founded about 10 or 12 years ago. One thing that's notable, uh, his daughter, as you all remember from the Green Wing Files project, uh, is one of the other young people to get powers after being experimented on by the same team that experimented on Clara. So Lucy probably puts in the group chat, um, Star Community Center, FYI. Excellent. And we're going to follow that text over to Ben. Ben, you just got these two texts there. Where are you when you receive these messages? Where's Clara again? I think she's alone at her house. Ah, okay. And I've never been there, right? You teleported into her bedroom once. <laughs> no, you did? Yeah. Uh, when he, oh no, I guess he teleported the flower into the bedroom. Right. Yes, it, yeah, right. Yeah, so you never came in. I would say that I'm um, I'm at my place in the botanical garden, uh, but right now I'm like cycling through all of like the souls that are in there since they can only show up one at a time. And I'm asking for advice about how to talk to Clara about this. Perfect. And you've absorbed a handful of souls at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So one of them is a like late 60s uh, therapist. Her name is uh, Paulette, and she is this, like, very stereotypical-looking therapist. Like, she has moved the couch and, like, the chair in your living room to be across from each other. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, sitting on the chair with a notebook that she probably stole from you and is, like, sitting there, like, taking notes. Please let, like, am I, like, laying down and, like, not facing her? Absolutely. (laughs) And she's like, I mean, it sounds like you two just need to have a conversation. I, I mean, yeah, that just, that might have worked, like, wait, when did you die? 1997. Okay, yeah, that might have worked in, like, 1997, but, like, people don't talk face-to-face or, like, share feelings and stuff right now. So, like, I'm gonna need some modern solutions for these modern problems right now, Doc. I have been told in my research that memes are a good way of conveying meaning so perhaps there's a meme you could send her? I think, um, like, you get, like, a couple panels of, like, Ben's face being super confused, then Ben's face kind of considering it, and then Ben's face like, yeah, no, we're definitely going to try to look for memes in order to send her. And that's when your phone buzzes with these two texts. I think, like, when he checks him, he immediately thinks to Portal, but he doesn't. And he kind of gets up and then he gets, well, he transforms into his armor. And he says, okay, thanks for the next, uh, thanks for the last sesh, Doc. Uh, I will probably be back to talk to you about even more problems. She smiles and says, have a good time. Be safe. Uh, And with that, I think we're going to cut to all of you arriving. Are you just going straight to the place? Are you going to meet like a couple blocks away and go over as a group? What is your plan there? I was thinking we would all just meet there. Yeah, if the text was just the pen of a location, I figured we would all just show up at the location. I agree. Perfect. So because comic book logic, uh, you all get there at the exact same time. The first thing you notice as you all approach is there are dozens of reporters. This is like a big deal. So much so that like, it's actually hard to see exactly what's going on because like there are cameras and like there are camera crews with like cameras on poles trying to like lift them up to get a better angle of what's going on. So like pretty much all view from your vantage point is blocked. And then there's just this plume of fire that just like bursts into the air from like the courtyard in front of the community center. Well, that's not good. Yeah, this is unexpected. I don't even think I talk to you guys. I just run. 
like in. So Ben, what you see as you like clear through the crowd, it looks like a one-on-three fight. Uh, there is a young woman who you probably don't recognize in her superhero costume, but she's not wearing a mask. Like you recognize her face. Uh, this is Summer Star. Um, she is the daughter again of Hugo Star, uh, and she right now is just on fire. Like think Human Torch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's facing off against three people, uh, two of whom our readers would recognize. One is Demo, who right now is like in the process of growing larger to like throw a punch at Summer Star. Demo, again, is Greta Fisher and is basically the same power set as Clara. And then the second person that people recognize is Idris Fidel, uh, who is the one who texted Clara. And he has like a hard exoskeleton like skin and superhuman strength and uses they or he pronouns. The third person you all can probably assume, based on knowing the Greenwing Project files, is Ren Martinez. They have flight and extreme speeds. They are covered in feathers. My image of them is kind of like the Tooth Fairy from Rise of the Guardians, but like all gold. Nice. Uh, and they use they, them pronouns. Yeah, they're a very cool looking character. And the three of these other Greenwing Project kids are all attacking Summer Star. Now, I would know Summerstar is a hero, correct? She's never made her public debut as a hero. Okay. She's talked about it a lot on Instagram about like, hey, got these cool powers, can't wait to like find the right fight to start. Not start, but like find the right like cause to join. I just, I'm afraid because I'm jumping into this. Is it obvious that like she's just getting wrecked or like, because like it could be three on one, but all these people could be good guys, right? She's holding her own. Okay. And you'll notice they're all in, like, color-coordinating costumes. Like, Summer Star is in, like, a red, white, and blue bodysuit. Okay. And, like, Ren Martinez, uh, who there's an editor's note that labels her as Bird of Prey. Um, Bird of Prey is in, like, black and purple. And so is Idris, a.k.a. Tower Shield, and Greta, a.k.a. Demo. And, like, they are clearly, like... These are the villains. Look at their costumes. Got it. Okay. Uh, I am going to jump in to defend Summerstar. Perfect. Uh, I think what we see is Bird of Prey, um, who has like hummingbird-like speeds, uh, is just like launching fist forward at Summerstar. um, The editor's note will give her Thermalas is her character's name. Uh, And Ben, tell me how you're defending. Or rather, Blade of Sorrows, tell me how you're defending. So I think... What it is, is like when we see that panel and and uh, and they're hurtling towards her, I change the blade into a like a sword with like a um, with a wider flat edge or with a wider flat side, um, probably something like a larger claymore or something like that. And then I put both hands on the blade and and their fist strikes the blade. Great. Go ahead and roll to defend for me there. That's a nine. All right. Uh, we do start with um, two team in the pool. So if anyone wants to bump that up, we can. Uh, otherwise, um, that can expose you to danger or escalate the situation there. I can bump that up. Um, I think probably Ben does the maneuver on his own. Um, and then it looks like he's about to then take the hit. And then I'll just tackle him out of the way. Perfect. So yeah, um, Bird of Prey is stopped there. And they look at you and they're like, I think they look at you and then immediately look over at Tower Shield, a.k.a. Adrice, and they're like, seriously? Uh, but 
Ben, you have, uh, you got a success. So then on a hit, you keep them safe and choose one. Uh, I think I'm going to take influence. Great. You have influence over Thermalas. And speaking of Thermalas, she grins. And in this like super peppy, really obnoxious voice, she's like, and look, my friend's Cataclysm crew are here to help me as well. And like, this is clearly the number of reporters here and the fact that like Thermalas is being this showy. Something feels really off to you all. <laughs> it's Lighthammer. Maybe I would assess the situation, but I don't do that. Claire doesn't assess situations. So instead, I'm just going to jump in between them and and punch both of them. Both Thermalas and also Bird of Prey? Yes! I don't know which side we're on. <laughs> oh my god, fantastic. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, when you're talking about, like, these are the villains, their costumes are purple and black. Uh, excuse you. Except that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it seems like they're digging up on her, but also they're the ones that reached out to us for help, so... Yeah. If if anything, I was I was the one who judged too quickly because she's in a red, white, and blue pantex. America. And I hit everybody else. So really, I should be the one who's in trouble for this. All right, uh, Wild Thing, go ahead and roll to directly engage a threat for me. Now, does this count as jumping into danger without hedging my bets? One hundred percent. If nothing else, I... you absolutely are punching a hero. In front of reporters. You know, here we are. Um, okay, I'm going to raise my danger and uh, lower... I feel like this would lower my superior, realistically speaking. Yeah. That's fair. That's a 10. All right, on a 10 plus, choose two. Also, Flyby wasn't in here yet, but I think it'd be very, very funny if she literally flies in just, just to watch the wild thing punch these two people at the same time. That's a great panel there. Flyby, what is your reaction as that happens? It's going to be like a, come on. I think I'm going to go with impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition and resist or avoid their blows. I think Clara just jumps in between them. For a second, it looks like she's going to like, she puts her hands up like, stop fighting. But then she looks at them and they both look real riled up. And she's like, I can't, I can't have this conversation right now. So she just punches both of them in the face and says, why are you fighting? And... You knock them backwards, and Thermalas reaches up to her face. Like, she gets knocked backwards, um, but she's not, like, knocked out of the sky. Uh, However, her whole body had been on fire, and, like, her face immediately goes to not be on fire anymore. And she reaches up and, like, brings her hand away from her nose, and her nose is bleeding. And she looks horrified. And then there's a moment where everything freezes, right as, like, Lucy, like, crosses the, like, line into the battlefield the world around you just completely stops reporters are all frozen smoke is stopped in the air everyone on the battlefield is still able to move but the rest of the world it has completely stopped moving and a woman probably in her like mid-40s comes out of the crowd and like walks into the bubble with you and she's like okay so who called cataclysm crew and she looks between the four who are originally there and everyone kind of looks away like sheepish And then she walks up to Clara and she's like, wild thing, I presume? Yeah, lady with time-stoppy powers, I presume? She smiles and she's like, you can just call me the director. Okay, hi. Hi, it's very nice to meet you. 
Now, if you'll kindly do me a favor and take your team and leave. This is an exhibition. No one is actually in danger here. They don't need your protection. So by all means, just excuse yourself from the fight and let this go on. What are you doing? You're parading them around to fight each other for fun? Something like that. Claire, if you want more information, you're absolutely going to have to roll to pierce her mask. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I got a six. Is there a way that we can bump that up? Because we have, I think we have one more team in the pool, right? Yeah, if someone wants to bump it up, we've got Lucy and Ben right over there. I'm just going to look at Lucy because, like, you know, if we're going to be talking to grownups, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to bring it right to Lucy. How, hmm, trying to think, how can I best, not like narratively bump this up? I wonder if it's just something as simple as like Lucy goes and just stands behind Clara and looks this, this like woman dead in the eyes and just is not breaking eye contact. That works for me. So that bumps it up to a seven. And that is our last team there. And I just point out that <laughs> Clara being the one to talk to people and Lucy being the intimidating one is cracking me up right now. <laughs> It's very good. <laughs> it's it's the mom stare. <laughs> and the director looks Lucy in the eyes and then she smiles and she's like, look, I have nothing against Cataclysm crew here, but uh, actually before I do this, uh, Claire, go ahead and ask your question. That bumped it up to a seven there. Um, I'm thinking, what are you really planning here? Um, Perfect. What do you intend to do? Either one, I feel like kind of would have the similar answer. Uh, what are you really planning is good. Um, And she smiles at all of you and she's like, look, I have nothing against Cataclysm Crew. And if you all were to leave, you'd be well compensated for your efforts here. But this is a business arrangement. Now, Wild Thing, I do know that Demo's already told you about our little project. And that's okay. We have no interest in bringing you in as well. But our investors need to see a show of power. And so we're giving them... A show of power. You're turning them into villains, but they're not. It's all marketing. I mean, what is the difference between a villain and a hero than the way they look and the way the audience perceives them? The way they get treated by the world. It's all marketing until somebody gets hurt because the world thinks they're a villain. And she kind of looks at the three who are kind of like, again, standing sheepish in the back. And she's like, morality is so blasé. The fact is, these three need financial support. They're doing one last job for us, and then they'll be comfortable. Is she telling the truth that they'll be done after this? That is what she's saying. While this conversation is happening, can Lucy be going, or not, she's standing in the same spot, but I want her to, like, try to, like, look and make eye contact with any of these other, like, super-powered people, like, teens who are around us, to see if there are any sort of silent conversations we can have to see if there's any information we can glean from that. Uh, cool. Um, so you can definitely make eye contact with Idris, uh, a.k.a. Tower Shield. And they don't look like they believe her. I think they probably, I don't know how, suspend your disbelief of how this can be depicted in a comic book. But I imagine like Lucy like raises her eyes, like slightly nods and like makes a sort of like, are you sure face to see if they will like give any sort of like nod or shaking of head or anything. Yeah, they're definitely not sure about this. I'm as the person who is slowest in the group is did thermalas is it is it like would it be appropriate to assume that thermalas like paid these people to make her look cool so 
you probably don't have enough information to figure out what's going on specifically with Thermalas yet. Okay, gotcha. Just if you want to go talk to her, she's still like not frozen. She's still just like chilling behind the director. I 100% want to go talk to her right now. Perfect. And the director sees you like walking past her and is like, can I help you? Yeah, you're not my real boss. Those two are. So I'm not going to listen to you. You can talk to my supervisors. What a strange relationship. (laughs) Go talk to my supervisor. My mom and my girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) So like, I just like brush her off and like the panel is just me walking past her without even making eye contact. Uh, And I think we see you walk over to Thermalas and Thermalas is like, hi, can I help you with something? Yeah, so like, uh, what's happening here? Because... There were explosions, and I thought people were going to die, and then I had to, like, block somebody with my sword, and I thought you were going to die, so, hey, what's happening? Go ahead and pierce that mask. All right. That's mundane. You do have influence over her, so don't forget that's a plus one there. That's a plus one? Cool. That's an 11. (laughs) All right. On a 10 plus, you get to ask two. Nope, I'm sorry. On a 10 plus for a pierce mask, you get to ask three. All right. I already got influence over her, so that doesn't really matter. Um, So number one is, what do you intend to do? She looks at you and she sighs and she's like, look, money can get you a lot of things, but I'm not going to be able to get into an Ivy League without some good extracurriculars. And so I need to show that I'm a good, outstanding member of this city. Greenling offered me the opportunity to become a hero and I took it. So this is kind of my big debut. So you know. Okay, number two is what are you really planning? Uh, and she looks at you and she's like, this fight is all the show. The Greenwing investors wanted to see us fight. So we're gonna fight. And I am gonna win because that would look good for college applications. But think of it like professional wrestling. This isn't real. Okay, I'm gonna save my third question because I'm gonna go off on her. I'm sorry, you don't think this is real i'm a teenage boy who's gonna lose his soul to this freaking sword and you're trying to get into college and then i'm gonna look back to and i'm like fly by this one's trying to get into college because of this fight and then i will i i just want to like dig into her right like oh how is would this be like no wouldn't be in What's like the opposite of comfort and support right now? It kind of sounds like like you're directly engaging a threat. Oh, please don't make me do that because that's a negative two. (laughs) But you also have a plus one. You still have an uh, influence over her. Would it be a provoke maybe? I don't think she's susceptible to your words. But I do have influence over her. Okay, yeah, but see. she's a rich white girl. Oh, okay, that, okay. you know what? Fair. Super fair. Let's directly engage a threat. Oh my god, that's a nine. Oh my god. All right, so on a seven or nine, you choose one. I want to take something from them. And what would you like to take from her? Uh, I would like to take her, I don't know, like her sense of righteousness in this in this conversation. Like her sense of being right. Can I take existential things from her? You can. You could take her smugness from her. You could take her sense of, uh, I don't know if you could like clarify her gray morality there, but you could definitely like make her at odds with what she's doing. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to take away her assuredness that this is going to work. And she definitely falters with your words. And then like, you see the moment of doubt on her eyes. And then she like pulls herself back together and she's like, look, I'm really sorry about this is like tragic backstory or whatever. 
But some of us have lives that we're going to be living and aren't going to die at 20. So I want a good future. And, you know, just... Can, can, can Lucy walk over and join this conversation, please? Can I just punch her in the face from the other side of the, the other is. side of the room? Really just, waiting for a wild thing on I that just, one. Can I just arm her? Can I just do it again? Just boom. Uh, yeah, you can absolutely... Go ahead and do that as a defend, because otherwise Ben is going to definitely take a powerful blow from this one. I love also that, like, Flyby is like, I'm going to walk over to try to de-escalate the situation. And then you see on panel this fist just pass her. <laughs> I mean, I never said I was going to de-escalate the situation. <laughs> oh, God, you were coming... Were you going to mom protect me? Well... Okay, we're having a conversation about superpowers and college and how those two things might interact. So I think Lucy has some strong opinions. Honestly, I thought she was just going to come over to beat her up because, like, too soon, bro. I think Ben might be my rival right now. So I'm going to add an extra plus. Oh, I get to roll with danger instead of um uh, the other thing. Savior. Cool. Damn. <laughs> That's a 14. All right. She just dies, right? Like, she just dies. <laughs> on a 10 plus, you get a, uh, sorry, on a hit, you get to choose one from the list there. Um, I will add a, a team to the pool. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I have to subtract you from that. Oh, it's fine. It's still a 12. Still a 12. <laughs> what does it look like as you punch Thermalath in the face? Oh, I think it looks exactly like what what jpg just described which is that lucy's like i'm gonna walk over there and in the panel you just see clara's arm just fly past her and just fist her in the face and then come back and she's like then she just looks back at the woman that she was talking to as if it didn't happen at all (laughs) uh the director puts her hand up to her ear and she's like okay uh we can spin this great and then she looks at all of you and she's like continue and she presses a button on her watch and time begins again and with that, uh, Thermalas turns into just like a column of ice and just sends this like wave of ice out at the six people now facing off against her. Uh, Lucy, you've got a moment to do something. What do you want to do? Yeah, I'm going to jump up and fly out of the way of this wave of ice if I can. Yeah, you can totally avoid it. Yeah, I'm going to do that and then sort of fly in her direction. Perfect. And... At the same time, you start hearing, like, murmurs from reporters being like, is Cataclysm Crew here to fight Thermalas? Like, but, and it's lots of, like, whispering in the crowd. And there's definite, like, confusion about why two groups of heroes would be fighting each other. Am I close enough to have a conversation with her? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think then, I suppose it's it's Flyby, not Lucy. Flyby gets close enough to Thermalas and says, so you're doing this to get into a college, Right. What happens after you get into college? What happens if they find out who you are? Are you, do you have a secret identity? How do you think that will affect your standing? How do you think that will, do you think there'll be people there who'll be trying to target you because of who you are? Have you ever thought about that? She's going to send a blast of fire, but like not at you. She like sends it like past you, but makes it look like you dodged it. Have you thought about if you're going to lose friends or family, how they could be put at risk by you doing this? Have you thought about your loved ones who might be who might be put in danger? Have you thought about how you could lose everything at the drop of a hat if someone finds out who you are or the wrong person finds out who you are? Have you thought about that? Hey, uh, Flyby, it feels like you might be like sharing a vulnerability or weakness here yet. Maybe. Yeah, do you want to do that really quick? <laughs> I suppose. 
Okay, so uh, when you share a vulnerability or weakness with someone, tell them a secret about who you really are. Give them influence and shift your mundane up and your masks label down. Perfect. Yeah, so you give influence to Summer Star here. Uh, and she loudly is like, Cataclysm crew, why are you fighting me? We've got to protect the Star Community Center. And then like gives a clear indication to the three like quote unquote villains that they should like go attack the community center. And Demo doesn't really hesitate and just kind of goes and starts like wrecking, like very much like the front foyer and just like wrecking shit. Are are there still people in there? That is a really good question, Ben. Um, I'm okay. Dang it. Okay. So of course, because Ben is the dumbest out of this group, he's gonna take this like the whole marketing ploy thing to heart. And he is going to mark his doom track. So I'm going to use what there? I'm going to use infinite powers uh, to to get super speed, and I'm going to try to rush through there in order to take out his like in order to uh to save as many people as possible inside of the building and like run them to a safe place. Fantastic! You run inside. Can can I like do like can I describe the panel though? Like yeah, how go it ahead. Works? So it's not really super speed. Have you guys ever seen? I think it's the Final Fantasy with like the boy band on a road trip. Have you ever seen that? No, I have not. No. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so there's a move in this Final Fantasy, and I hope that somebody gets this reference. Um, but uh, the main character can throw his sword, and then he teleports to wherever the sword was thrown. So instead of like me running super speed, that's what I'm doing with the sword. So I'm throwing it, and I tran- and I teleport. I throw it. I teleport. All that. Perfect. That's a move in uh, other Final Fantasy games as well. Okay, cool. So cool. I just I I played through boy band going on a road trip pretty recently, and I can't remember what number it is. So fair. <laughs> so yeah, you like teleport run into this building, and there are no people inside. Ah, oh, I'm a dumb. The only person you see inside, actually, there's a couple people, but they're all like executives with tablets who are, like, clearly watching the fight and, like, manipulating camera angles and such uh, to, like, make Thermalast look as good as possible. Do do I realize this, or do I just, like, grab them and, like, try to save them? I don't know. Do you see that in the, uh, like, half a second that you're grabbing them? I probably don't. But I think what I would do is I would just, like, speed them all the way to where all of the reporters are, because where the reporters are is safe, right? So if they see a bunch of... I mean, recognizable executives that were in this building for Greenwing, maybe? Could that set off any alarms? I also, Lucy can, I think, if we wanted to have a moment here, if Flyby is doing the thing where she's approaching Thermalass and having this conversation, if Flavisaros starts bringing quote-unquote civilians out of this building, she might take note of it and look back and also say very loudly, wow, Thermalass, it's crazy how all these people are here to watch your fight against the villains and there were no actual civilians in the community center, almost like this was staged or something. Uh, She looks at you with just the most abject horror on her face and she's like, I can't believe what you're implying, Flyby. We had shut the community center down to announce our big groundbreaking. All the employees are all outside. Then who are all the people that Blade of Sorrows are currently evacuating? And she definitely looks a little stumped. And then, like, gives, like, a signal. And Demo, in, like, destroying the building, knocks a huge chunk of wall over. And it starts collapsing towards the reporters. (sighs) Wild thing, what are you doing? (laughs) Just a heavy sigh. (laughs) I'm gonna try to save the reporters. I run... 
and try to catch the wall so it doesn't fall on them. That's what was in your power set. You're way strong enough to do that. And then I say to them, this is staged. I think between the two of you, that's probably enough to give a provoke there. So one of the two of you can roll a provoke. I mean, I can do it. I don't I know which one of you has a better superior. I was going to say, I currently have a condition that's going to make it minus two. So. Okay, I don't have that one. So I have plus one. All right. Yeah, that'll so be better than my roll. Clara, try to provoke these reporters to see that this is clearly a staged fight. I have rolled a five. This is, well, this is going so well. not going well for us. You say that to like the group of reporters closest to you. And like one of them looks at you and is like, yeah, we know Hugo Starr owns our company. Oh, dumb. Oh, my God. Oh, God. All of us. Oh, no. Well, shit. Um, <laughs> and the other three besides Demo, the other two villains, they don't seem too into this. Right. The other two quote unquote villains. Yeah, no, they're just kind of like they're like lunging at Thermalas and just like getting knocked around like uh, Bird of Prey, like launches, quote unquote, at Thermalas, but like just gets knocked aside while Thermalas is still talking to Flyby. Um, So it's like there's a quote unquote fight going on, but it's mostly just like them letting themselves get thrown around a little bit and showing off their superpowers. As a quick reminder, if we did we establish at the beginning of the session who actually texted us this location? Uh, it was Adris, who is um, Tower Shield, um, and he is one of the three villains there. I think we should go talk to them at some point. Perfect. Uh, and you get the opportunity because Thermalas lunges to quote unquote like pull the wall off Wild Thing and like help it off of her, and in doing so, knocks you to the ground, fly by, and you land right next to Tower Shield. Yeah, I'm going to talk to them. If I, I What I'm going to do is I'm going to make a big show of like, oh, we're going to quote unquote fight now, but we're going to have like a low conversation while this is happening. Perfect. Yeah, the cameras are all not on you at all. They're way focused on thermal ass. Uh, cool. So you've got a second to just talk. They are like, you OK? Yeah, I'm I'm fine. Um, Are you the one who who called us here? And he nods and he's like, yeah. And then he like throws a punch over your shoulder and clearly like misses you intentionally. So what what can we do here? Clearly trying to tell the reporters that this is all fake isn't working. What can we get you guys out of here? Can we like hide you away? Like what can we do? And she probably like does like one like a really obvious like sweeping kick that they can just jump right over. And they look at you and they're like, I'm not worried about us. I'm worried about, you know, the quote unquote investors. All four of our power sets are for sale now. And I don't want people to see us doing the thing and then paying money for these experiments. So stopping the media is the best way to move forward from here? Yeah, or the director. Got it. Okay. Um, and then they look at you and they're like, uh, punch me in the face. Uh, okay. And she does. Yeah. And not, not, not like hard enough to actually hurt, but like enough to make it look like it was a thing that happened. It probably hurts your hand more than it hurts them because their skin is literally made of stone. True. So, like, they, like, get knocked back dramatically and, like, fall on their back. And they are, quote-unquote, down for the moment. And with that, we're going to cut back over to Blade of Sorrows. Uh, Blade of Sorrows, you just pulled these executives who weren't actually in danger out of the building. What are you doing? I heard the reporters say, yeah, we know this is staged. Yeah. I just, like, okay, <laughs> I don't want to, like, resort to, like, kidnapping, but can we kidnap these bad guys just out of here so we can talk to them about what the heck they're doing? 
yeah. So the bad guys being the reporters, the executives, the thermalized, <laughs> like no one oh, here is like good, really. So who are I should have probably been here? more specific, shouldn't I? Um, can I use a doom track to portal all like the um a tower shield, bird of prey, and demo out of here? You can probably grab one of them. They're all kind of spread apart right now. Okay. Hmm. So either you can get them together and then portal all of you, or you can grab one of the three of them. My goal is to get them all together and portal them all out. Cool. Tell me how you start uh, wrangling them into a group. Demo is currently inside, like, destroying the lobby. Bird of Prey is still, quote-unquote, fighting Thermalas, and Tower Shield is down. Now, if I completed a Doom Track while I... While I was in this fight, I don't immediately get the next move, do I? You can, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to find a list of adult moves because I took bolstered. Uh, it is on the top right of the basic moves sheet. There you go. Top left, I lied. Hmm. Oh, God. Okay. Persuade with best interests? I mean, that would work. Oh, stand up for something. Yes. 100% stand up for something. Okay, can you read that move out loud for us? So, when you stand up for something, roll plus savior. On a 10 plus, choose two. On a 7 to 9, choose one. Listeners can't keep doing what they're doing. Listeners can't flee without addressing you. Listeners can't attack without uh, attack you without losing status or position. Cool, roll plus savior. Okay. Oh, no. Well, my savior's at a three, which is good. That's a nine. Can we bump it up? There is one team in the pool right now. Does, uh, okay, flyby's busy. Um, do either of you have your phones on you? Of course. Okay, I would. Yes, you think I have. <laughs> that's a good point. Can one of you just start recording and like live streaming this? And that's how we bump it up to the next one. I'm holding up a wall. I'm so sorry. I Dang cannot it. help you. Um, can we, okay, can we, can, can I, can I do some hand waving here? Mm-hmm. Can I say it at some point? Max used Lucy's phone to like sign into either like a Rascal King Instagram account or if like Cataclysm Crew probably has an Instagram account um, because Lucy's probably not active on her personal social medias anymore. But if she has access to like the group socials, then she can stream on that. She definitely does have access to the group socials. Cool. So she can pull out and either start recording or start live streaming. All right. And uh, Blade of Sorrows, what do you say to stand up for this there? Well, first, I want to get them on camera saying that this is all like staged and fake so um at, at first like i would just start talking to the crowd and like like kind of like patting them down and they're like hey are you okay are you okay uh, is anybody hurt does anybody need medical medical attention and i just want like somebody to slip and be like this is all fake don't worry about it or something can can i make somebody at least say that it's all fake on camera i'm gonna say somebody slips up and is like yeah i mean of course we're fine i don't think they quite say it's fake but it's like yeah. Enough. Yeah. So then I kind of just start talking to everybody and like, look, all of you are here in order to get one like very wealthy white woman into college. Like, w- w- what are the optics here, you guys? I understand you, you guys need to put food on the table and-, and keep your jobs and all that, too. But like, didn't you get into this business to like report the news and make sure that people were safe and informed? One of the reporters looks at you and is like, I don't think you know how news companies work. We report uh, the news that our viewers want to see and that our bankrollers want the viewers to see. I mean, I might not understand the nuances because, you know, I'm just a teenager. 
But I do understand when you're putting something fake out and when the truth is even more important than that. And that same report is like, well, what is the truth then? The truth is all of you are being used in order to to promote and 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 make this one girl look good. Her her dad could probably pay for whatever college she wants to go to. Heck, her dad could probably buy the college that she wants to go to. And we're we're using all of these quote unquote villains who let's face it are just trying to put food on the table to make another person look good. All right, uh, that's probably enough. So uh, you get to choose two from that list there. I'd say listeners can't keep doing what they're doing. And then listeners can attack you without losing status or position. Fantastic. And the reporters kind of like falter. And then the director strolls back out from the crowd and she's like, all right, Blade of Sorrows, that's enough. And she looks at the reporters and she's like, let's take five, everybody. And like the cameras and mics all kind of drop and the reporters kind of just like step back and start talking amongst themselves. And she looks at you and she's like, you think this is about one spoiled little girl? This is about so much more than that. This is about revolutionizing the future of superheroes, private security and military operations. And they all change when you can just make a superhero who can do it. Oh, cool. So this is just for money. That makes this much better. Thank you for talking to me, grown up. And she looks at you and she's like, of course it's about money. Everything is about money. You're a child. You won't understand that yet. But we have investors and we have potential customers. And this is about what is best for them. So now what I'm going to do, and she pulls out like a vial from her hand or from like a pocket. And she's like, I'm going to throw this at Demo. And the reporters are going to start recording again when Demo loses control of her powers. And Demo's going to destroy the building, and Thermalass is going to save everyone. So, do me a favor and get out of my way. Moon Harbor Heroes is produced by Icy Sheets, T. Huth, and Elliot Peterson, and edited by Icy Sheets and Sean Geddes. Icy can be found on Twitter at IcyNewYear or at IcyNewYear.com. T. can be found on Twitter or Instagram at TPHuth94. That's T-P-H-U-T-H-9-4. Elliot can be found at Elliot Yelen on Twitter. That's E L L. I-O-T-Y-L-E-N. Sean can be found at The Crumpet on Twitter. That's T-H-E-C-R-U-M-P-I-T. This issue is GM'd by T. Huth. The Blade of Sorrows is played by Jason Patrick Gallett. Jason Patrick Gallett, widely known in pop culture circles as JPG, is a pop culture critic and geek educator. His public speaking work with private businesses and outlets like Comic-Con International aims to enhance how people interact with media on an educational and inclusive level. You can find his voice on the podcasts like In Quest of Geek, Providing Your Next Pop Culture Journey, and Nerds on a Roll, an actual play tabletop RPG bringing stories that matter to the table. You can find those at In Quest of Geek and at N-O-A-R underscore podcast respectively. JPG can be found at JPG. That's J A E P E A 
G-E-E, on Twitter. Flyby is played by Jane Berry. You can find her at Jane-Tarzan on Twitter. Rascal King was played by Icy Sheets. Rebel Rouser is played by Elliot Peterson. The Wild Thing is played by Rose Hahn. Rose is an actor, content creator, and mental health advocate. Her podcast, What Was I Saying? Living with ADHD, can be found on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play Music, or on Twitter at what underscore was I saying. She can be found on Twitter or Instagram at SmileyRosie, S-M-I-L-E-Y-R-O-S-E-Y-Y-Y-Y. The music in this issue is Mistake the Getaway by Kevin MacLeod. A link to his website and the license will be in the show notes. Moon Harbor Heroes is played using Masks A New Generation, written by Brendan Conway and produced by Magpie Games. Our logo was designed by Beautiful Beasties. She can be found on Instagram at beastly.doodles or on Patreon at patreon.com slash beautifulbeasties. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at moonharborheroes at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at moonharborcast. If you enjoyed this issue, please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice or tell a friend. Five-star reviews and word of mouth are really the best way for us to keep bringing these stories to more people. And thank you so much for helping us save the world. We'll see you next issue.